You're listening to Fit Girl, your guide to getting in shape, the podcast dedicated to helping you separate fact from fiction in fitness. Stop struggling and learn what really works to get the body you want and keep it. For more details about this podcast and other episodes, visit fitgirlpodcast.com. This is podcast episode number 259. In this episode, goals and obstacles, taking the first step to uncovering yours. And food for thought, do you really notice everything you eat? And working out at home, how often do you assess your form? And are you creating bad habits because you don't regularly preview your form? So we're going to hit all three topics in this podcast, not necessarily in super length, but at least a little bit of everything today. The first thing I wanted to go over was goals and obstacles. There's actually a survey that I have. Actually, there's two surveys I want to tell you about that are to help you define better your goals and get a better look at what might be your major obstacles to getting in the shape that you want. If you go to fitgirlpodcast.com, you'll see a section that says surveys at the top and you just click on that and all the different surveys that I've put out there in the last couple of years are there on that page. So, I mean, if you really like to take surveys all day, hit them all. But the ones about the goals and obstacles and the fitness survey are probably the most important ones because they help you to determine what is stopping you from reaching your goal. And sometimes you don't realize that you're getting to an answer when you're actually answering certain questions. So it's one of those things where you look back on your answers and you realize, oh, yeah, this is kind of a pattern. And you might be able to actually figure out yourself what you need to do in order to make things better for you for the upcoming new year as far as your fitness goals. One thing that you'll see in both surveys is that when we're assessing what your level is, there's experienced but inconsistent exercisers. And those are people that have maybe been doing this a long time, but not consistently. And of course, there is a huge difference on how your body's going to react if you're not consistent with your workouts. You also might have some bad habits to your exercise form. And that just comes from not doing it regularly and not being corrected when you are doing it wrong. So different categories and levels aren't necessarily how many years you've been doing something. It's more along the lines of how well and how consistently you've been doing something. The other thing that comes up with levels is if you've had an injury. You know, you may have been an avid exerciser, but you had a car accident or maybe you fell down or something and there's some injury to a body part that's really changed the way you work out. So you might be an advanced exerciser, but you might also be a new exerciser in the way of using your body the way it is now, kind of working around those issues that you may have developed in the accident or with the muscle injury. And sometimes we just have chronic pains that come and go and dealing with them can make you almost like a whole new exerciser again, because you're dealing with a different problem. It's always a good idea to go back and review your goals and make new ones because you're not always going to be in the same place each year, especially when it comes to your body. Because as we get older, things change. Sometimes we get certain aches and pains that come from being overtight, whether it's from working too much or even just gardening or little life things can cause injuries too that we need to pay attention to. Otherwise, they kind of stymie everything else. So going over your goals Obviously, we do it a lot at the beginning of the year, but maybe even every six months or three months, seeing exactly what you want to accomplish and not always making it having to deal with weight loss. Sometimes it's just strengthening a certain muscle group or avoiding pain in another muscle group or just 
simply stretching more. So when you look at the list of obstacles that are there to choose from, you'll realize that you know some of these are big obstacles and some of them are little ones. Some of them are obstacles that you can really just fix right away. You may have just kind of not realize that you've been doing this. Um, sometimes like I get bored easily. Okay, well you can fix that. You can change up the workout. You can do different methods of workouts. The um, lack of accountability and support. Well, you can get an online buddy. You can get a neighbor. I mean, there's a lot of different ways. You can even have a email pen pal that helps to keep you on track too. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to do that. So going through the list, not only points out what obstacles you have, but also kind of what obstacles you have that you really don't have or that you could fix right away, which is good because then you feel like you accomplished something because you're getting rid of certain obstacles and that kind of brings you to a more productive state. Now, one thing that's a little bit harder sometimes to grasp is how long you've had a certain obstacle. You know, maybe you've never had a workout plan or maybe you've never had the motivation to do stuff. Okay, well, that's kind of important because then you know that's the main thing you need to work on. And that's what you really need to have your focus on fixing in order to get anywhere with your goals. Another part of the surveys uh, talks about how much time you have for exercise. Now I know a lot of that has changed in the past year. Some have more, some have less, but it kind of boils down to saying realistically, look at your schedule. Where can you fit it in? Not where can you squeeze it in, but where is most realistic that you could do your exercise and have it be part of your regular day, regular routine, um, regular weekly pattern? Because unless you are consistent, you're really not going to see the results you want. And the easiest way to be consistent is picking the same day, the same time to do something. I mean, even if you have to change things up, making that little appointment with yourself and prioritizing it is going to keep you on track. And I think that's why most people do well with trainers because they actually have to show up, you know, or there's that consequence which is, which is paying for the session um, that, you know, they're not going to be able to use. And for some people, that's why having group exercise classes are very good and they work really well for them because it gives them a set time that they have to be somewhere to do the class. And they have the, also the accountability that, hey, there's other people in that class that are going to be like, hey, where were you last week? Um, just as easily as they would be supporting you during the exercise like hey good job you did whatever really well or something like that like the instructor I know sometimes I'll notice people who are regular and you know if they go up in their weights or if they're all of a sudden doing their form a little bit lower or tighter or whatever the case may be you know I'll say something because yeah they don't notice and you don't notice but other people notice and when they tell you you'll realize hey yes I am changing because otherwise it can be quite frustrating. Now, when going through the different questionnaires or surveys, um, you'll see that I have different sections, training, nutrition, motivation, and basically we're trying to narrow it down to what do you need the most help with? Because yeah, you might say all of it, but realistically, you can only kind of focus on one priority thing. The other ones might be smaller steps to take, but there's usually one big one, and that's the one you're going to want to focus on. And we're not talking about doing all of these goal settings and all this stuff right now because there's just so much going on. But in the next couple of weeks, keep thinking about these things. That's why I'm suggesting you go and do these surveys now so that you kind of have the idea of what the questions are and what the answers are and kind of have that mulling around your mind so that come January, it'll be a little more thought given to the goals that you want to achieve and just kind of help you 
narrow things down and be specific because the more specific you are, the easier it is to reach a goal. Now, in a previous podcast, we talked about your goals and how you would kind of define your why. Why do you want to achieve this? And in the goal survey, I actually have you write it down because if you don't write it down, you're really not going to follow through with it. So we basically ask him, what is the biggest goal that you want to achieve? And you need to take the time to actually think about that and write it down. And you're basically saying to yourself, I want to achieve this goal because it will give me blank. What will it give you? Some sort of satisfaction, some self-esteem, some feeling of accomplishment. Um, There's many different things that it could be. Obviously, I can't tell you what that is, but you need to really think about that. And that's one of those things that, again, you might have to think through the next couple of weeks in order to really understand, you know, why is that goal important to you? What is it that that goal, the achievement of that goal will give you? And then we take it a couple of steps further because, yes, you may say, I want to achieve this goal because it will give me this. But then you also need to say, okay, I want what this goal will give me because that will give me blank. And these are some pretty deep questions to really think about and think deep down, why do I want this? And when I reach this, it will give me what? And then you take it another step further and say, okay, well, then when I achieve this goal, how will I feel? Because in reality, how you will feel from achieving this goal is really what's going to drive you to do what you need to do to reach that goal. And without knowing that, you're not going to have the motivation to go work out on those days you don't want to, or to eat that meal when you're tired and you don't want to, or to have that better choice when you really don't want to. So knowing that strong emotion is going to help your motivation stay more consistent. Now, the other survey that I was talking about is called the fitness survey. And that one is really just helping you to break down your training habits and setting realistic days, times, minutes, uh, what's realistic for you as far as your schedule goes and finding out what other obstacles there are that are not those deep emotional ones, but other ones as far as scheduling and maybe your knowledge or lack of knowledge in the fitness arena as far as what you need to do to reach your goals. So helping you to break that down so that you can, again, pinpoint what it is that you need to learn or do to get to where you want to be. So when you get down to it, it's all about self-discovery, kind of getting deeper inside of your own brain to figure out, okay, you know, what is it that's stopping me from being where I want to be or achieving what I want? Sometimes it's external, sometimes it's internal, and sometimes it's not so easy to ask those questions. But going through something where you actually have to answer the questions rather than just keeping it all in your head and writing down the responses is going to make a huge difference in actually achieving any goal. It's kind of like a realistic slap in the face when you look at it on paper or on the computer screen and say, ooh, yeah, you know, that's me. And I don't know if I like that, so I'm going to change that. And most often I've had people say that they end up realizing that they were making up excuses that were really quite invalid. And by seeing it on paper or on the screen, they're like, oh, those are really lame excuses that I've been making for a long time. And 
there's just there really is no excuse because looking at my response I can work out three times a week I can work out for a half an hour you know these are kind of things that you realize yeah I kind of end up prioritizing something else but now it's time to prioritize yourself so I encourage you to get to the fitgirlpodcast.com website go to the surveys um, fill them out take some notes and just Keep that going in your mind because, of course, January comes and we all know what that means. And at least this will help to give you a head start. Also, while you're there, sign up for my newsletter or email notifications. I really don't send out emails that much and I certainly never spam or share any addresses or anything like that. So you're not going to hear from me too much. But when I have like an, either a new survey that's going to help you or um, a new concept that I want to share with you or even a new podcast, you'll just get a simple email from me. So that's always important to do that because I actually have some new things coming up and we've been sending out some coupon codes and some testing codes because I always like to test things first. So people on the list tend to get that first notice and that's always fun to try things out before we kind of release everything. So anyways, yeah, hit that too. Nutrition this time is going to be really quick. Basically, when I said food for thought, I really meant think about your food. So do you really notice everything you eat? Sometimes we all say, oh yeah, I know what I ate yesterday. And realistically, if you wrote it down, you'd say, no, oh, I forgot. I ate that and I ate that and this. You, know, you can't remember everything from day to day that you ate. That's why keeping a food journal helps you be more successful when you're trying to lose weight. I certainly wouldn't start one now during the holidays, but um, think about that for January because it makes a huge difference. But for right now, just notice. Notice when you're putting food in your mouth. Are you just mindlessly eating? Are you starving? Are you just eating on your schedule like you're supposed to? Um, do you end up taking more than you should because you're just not paying attention to what you're doing? These are all things that can, in January, become a goal or even a resolution if you want to call it that to be more mindful of what you're putting in your mouth and more mindful of the types of food that you're eating. I know with the pandemic and everything a lot of people have been doing their workouts at home but this also applies to people who work out in the gym because there's a lot of bad habits I see people doing in the gym. Obviously I can't see you doing it in your home because you might be doing some bad habits there too, but I'm just gonna go over some of them that I see very commonly. And the biggest one is going too fast. So just slow everything down. Now, when it comes to exercise form, a lot of times people actually haven't been instructed correctly either by um, a trainer or a class instructor just because they've never had that experience. And sometimes trying to pick things out from videos can be a little tricky if that particular instructor is not as vivid in their descriptions of what you should be feeling and how you should be doing something. So a long time ago, I made the exercise library and it's, I think it's still up on one of the websites, but it's, you know, they're kind of dated. They're from a couple of years ago, many years ago. So what I've been slowly doing is rebuilding that and putting it on the Quick Fit Club website. That is a free access part it's the PT session the personal training session and so there's going to be all of as many exercises I can think of but um, all of them in one area for you to review so basically it's just an exercise library again so what I started with was the exercises that we're using in the holiday hot body program 
And by the way, you still have time to join us on that. It's a 14-day program. You can certainly do it for 30 days if you wanted to, um, but you get a new workout each day. Do that workout about 10 minutes or so, maybe 20 if you've got more time because you could double it up. Um, and there you go. So you're getting your metabolic conditioning workouts quick, hard, and then off with your day with your metabolism running. So th that's a really fun program that we've been doing. There's also that part of the program which gives you the mantra of the day so that you, we can start to change those thought habits and also a little more information on each of the exercises you're doing as well as a focus point on the actual exercises of that day. For example, like I just said, slow things down, tempo, would be the focus on one of those days. Really pay attention to how you're moving and how quickly you're moving. And yes, yeah, some exercises you move faster than others, but overall at the gym, everybody does too fast and too heavy. So slowing everything down would be a good focus. And it is on one of those daily programs. So the main thing is if you're about to start a workout, go check out the personal training session and see if I've done one of the exercises already. That way, you can know exactly what you should be focusing on, what muscles you should feel, some of the different tips I use with my clients as far as how to help them feel the right exercise, doing the right muscle, how to also engage your abdominals and core and get everything all done at once because we don't really do a whole lot of ab stuff, or at least I don't with, with my clients or myself because you know what? Every exercise you do, you're using your abdominals. It's just getting into the habit of using them and activating them and feeling them. And when you do that, you really don't need to do much direct abdominal work. So there's a benefit, obviously, to having personal training. And that's why those sessions are up there and they're free. And that way you can maybe every couple of months review them and say, oh yeah, I forgot. I should be putting my arm in this position or I should be thinking about squeezing my shoulder blades here. You know, different things because we can only kind of assess so much at once and you may pick up one or two of the tips in the beginning but inevitably you might forget one or you might kind of get into some habits just because you start to get tired and then your exercise form changes and that's really when you should stop the exercise. I mean I know we give um, recommendations for a certain number of repetitions um, in these workouts we're doing for the holiday hot body we're doing them for 30 seconds sometimes more and the goal is not to do as many as you can in 30 seconds is to do as many good ones which is why when we're doing it I tell you you know go back to level one go to level two go to level three just mix it up however you want because if you're trying to do level two or three and your form is terrible because you're tired you're not going to get anything out of it go back down to level one and really focus and work it hard. So it's not necessarily how how fast you go, how much you lift, or how intense it is. It's how much you're using the right muscle to do the movement. That's what gets the most out of it, not only in your metabolic rate, but just also in your results. And of course, your strengthening and toning of that muscle. So always the goal is perfect form, getting as much out of it as you can. That means using the abdominals, using the glutes, using whatever the body part is that you're training, like the back or the shoulders, and using the antagonistic body part. And these are all things that you can learn from the personal training sessions and also from the different programs that I do, because my goal is to get as much out of your body in the least amount of time. And that's why my programs are known for being so effective and efficient, because we incorporate every little aspect of your body. 
So I hope you can take some time to go and do those surveys to help yourself start thinking about your obstacles and your goals and how you're going to be able to overcome them. Um, in the new year, I do have a new program we're coming out with, which is going to be obviously the fitness makeover of training, motivation, and nutrition workshops along with workouts. And there's going to be some live webinars uh, on the different topics too. So please make sure you get on one of my e email lists. That way uh, I, I can get some good people out there to test these things for me and to preview them and make sure that, you know, I don't do something wrong on the webinar and cut everybody off or something. Um, we definitely need to test out these things. So be sure to get on one of the email lists so that you can help me out with that and kind of basically get some free stuff at the same time. So it's certainly a win-win. That's all for this episode. I'm hoping to bring you a couple more short ones every couple of days uh, up and through the new year and maybe onward. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.